Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Testament crew here for another Shades of Blue soccer show after a disappointing RSL game. Indeed. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. Yeah, we're we're not. That's, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. But we, we're, we're, we're going to look ahead instead of talking about that game. However, we'll do our intros like this. Allie, are, Allie Trost, are you worried about the recent form? Um, I think all results recently would suggest that I should be worried about the recent form. However, I do think that sporting is going to be able to kind of get it together here in these uh, last couple games. I know that they're not even just worried about punching their playoff ticket, but they're worried about getting that home playoff game. Every point matters. Supporter shield race. I think they're going to be just fine. Very long-winded no. Bob, Robert Russert, 
I, are you worried? I'm, I am worried, yes. And I will uh, elucidate why later. Thad Bell, the senior most correspondent of the Blue Testament, are you worried? The glass is half full, but only half full. Okay, I just want, I just wanted to let that one sit there for All a right. while. That was pretty good. <laughs> yes, um, yes and no. Yeah, um yes. And no. no. <laughs> he answered so conspicuously and then had to follow it up with I maybe. <laughs> he, he realized he had no idea what that sentence meant after he said. <laughs> no, actually I know exactly what it means. <laughs> and Mr. Host? Oh, uh, what's your name again? My name is Cody Bradley. Okay. Uh, worried. I'm not worried. No. I think the home playoff game is is going to happen. So I'm not worried. But let's not get into all of that right now. <laughs> let's look ahead. Let's really look ahead to the future, like way in the future, because Sporting Kansas City just uh, recently signed a new... Forward, huh? That sounds cool. Let's just—is that the teaser? We can—is that the we can tease that out loud? They signed a new forward. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. he was born in 2003. <laughs> the reason Peter didn't sign a forward in the window was they had this guy in the wings the whole time. It made me laugh at the press conference because this kid, yes, kid, is the same age as my youngest kid brother, who I like grew up. He just got his braces off. I used to like literally be his second mom growing up. And I'm like, I mean, the kid's sitting up there and he's, you know, you're asking him like, oh, like, what does this mean to you? What is this accomplishing? He's like, uh, Nina, it's just like, you know, it's just a dream come true. Like, I mean, he just like, he was so like kiddish. <laughs> exactly. Annoyed way, you yeah. like your little brother probably. <laughs> no, it didn't annoy me, but it was just like, oh my gosh, you are my kid brother. Right. <laughs> like, uh, so yes, the second youngest the Academy's ever signed. Not didn't quite outbeat Busio. That one will be tough to beat in the future. But the Academy is very excited about him. Isn't that correct, Thad? Absolutely correct. And you know what's funny? Everybody's talking about he's a uh, number nine. They don't see him as a number nine. They see him as a ten. Oh, okay, p- so I lied about him being a forward too. Well, not you didn't lie. Okay, you read the hype. Um, when Sporting announced him, they said he was a forward. When he's played for the national team, he's played the number nine spot. He's played the number nine spot a few times uh, with the academy, notably like uh, last year when they were in that one cup with Real Madrid and stuff like that. And so he does play the number nine, so don't get me wrong. But they see him as a 10. When he's been playing with the U19s this year, he's so the 15-year-old playing with the U19s has been playing as a 10. When he's with, uh, as told, when he's been with like the 17s, he's the best player on the field. When he's with the 19s, he's pretty much the best player on the field. Very nice. So yeah, there's there's a lot of promise to this kid. Potentially, uh, John Perry, the academy director, said that uh, you know, forget the exact wording, but something along the lines of he could, without putting pressure on him, he but he could be the. Uh, most prolific MLS, one of the most prolific MLS scorers in the future. No pressure, but here's some lofty expectations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Perry also said he, you know, in the press conference, he introduced it with this could be the best kid to come out of the of the pipeline, this pathway, the uh, the homegrown. He could be the best one. So no pressure and uh, no uh, nothing to take away from then Shallowy, Cousin, and all the others who come before. But, yeah, there's a lot of hype around this kid. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Busio and Shallowy and Lindsay yeah. all like sitting there few. watching this. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, so that's a fun game. There have been he's the he's the fifth sorry, I don't know why I just said that. Tenth homegrown signing. Yes. That I just I, I just spoke you up as the senior most correspondent. Can you name all ten? Yes. In order. No. <laughs> Okay, let's let's hear it. Kempen. Yes. Ellis. Yes. EPB. Yes. Shallowy. Matt Lewis. They see there you go. That's the one I wouldn't have got. Zach Wright. <laughs> Those two are the ones I wouldn't have got. Lindsay. Yes. Cousine. Yes. Busio. And Freeman. There you go. That was very good. That was that was like quick too. I got him a little bit out of order there. I could have got him in order if I had thought about it a little bit longer. That would have been a better trivia question had like he not had he just not read this the article recently oh. that had all that on it. Oh, did it? Oh, dang! I was gonna say that was all just like in the uh, like in the press release. I'm sure that everyone saw. <laughs> okay, well, very so, good. Where good. are they all at now? How many of them are still around? Half yeah, or two that aren't. Half, four, for sure. four. three, three for sure. Four. There are four still here. Wrong. Five. Five still here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Counting the one that's actually not even with the team. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, because Freeman technically isn't with the team until next year. Right. The contract starts right. next year. But uh, one of the things that I asked about him, like you know, what would um. Somebody who hasn't seen him play, you know, what could you compare him to? Some player you could compare him to? And this is where I'm going to rely on your knowledge, Cody. So you're on the spot here. Uh-oh. A guy who played for Gink and then played for Atletico Madrid and is now in China, Yannick Carrasco. Why is this me? What does this have to do with me? Because you're supposed to know all that. Why? Because you're like the foot mob guy, so you know everything. Oh, I mean, I uh, you said that about about football, but I know that name from the video game FIFA is literally like <laughs> that's the only reason I know Yannick Carrasco. <laughs> so uh, anybody out there that knows Yannick Carrasco better than I do or Cody, obviously, who yeah. I had high expectations. Yeah, for. I let him down. Uh, supposedly, this kid plays a lot like him. Not saying he's going to be that good, but the. Uh, the technical, uh, I'm not sure what his term is, but the Michel Ribeiro, whatever his name is, that they got from Belgium, from Gink, who's like trained uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Carrasco, and all these other guys, you know, like seven guys that were at the World Cup last year, maybe it's five, but whatever it was. Uh, he's got, he's the one that compared him to Carrasco because he's trained both of them. Oh, okay. Well, very good. All right, well, real quick, I see next to some newbies. At the sporting game uh, two games ago, and I told him, you know, when Busio stepped on the field, you know, this guy, you know, he's 15, 16, or whatever. Like, how can you do that? So let's let's just go over for the people who are uneducated. Why is it important to lock up Tyler Freeman at this point, at this juncture in his in his career? Answer your own question, there, bub. Well, <laughs> obviously, he cannot be sold or uh, yes. signed by a foreign team until he's eighteen. Is this correct? And then. Or it's Unless. if someone does want to buy him, then Sporting get the money. Well, obviously, right. That's, but he can't be signed by him until he's 18. Right. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Not well, exactly. Can, okay. Just go ahead with that. <laughs> okay. Legally, okay, clubs cannot get a player from another country 
until they're at the age of 18. Mm -hmm. However, there are exceptions. So if one of them would have a uh, uh, dual citizenship, like, right, right. so um, that's how like some of the kids that went over now, like York or not even, Sergeant McKinney, a couple of those guys, mm. Sergeant didn't, but um, a couple of them went over early because they had dual citizenship. They could get a uh, passport from a European country. Right. So like their parent or grandparent had some link, link and they could get that. So they could go over early. But otherwise you cannot sign somebody from another country. Like in Europe you can. So if like you're like anybody in you, uh, uh, the European Union, you can. And otherwise, you can only sign somebody within 50 miles of your border. So, like, uh, Sporting could actually sign a kid from 50 miles into Mexico, mm-hmm. or at least that was the rule, but not further. Oh. Uh, but if a if a parent got a job, like, say, some we signed some kid from Hungary, but his parent came here on a uh, on a to for a job, we could then sign their kid after they had been here for a year. Right. Things right. like that. So there's a lot of rules about that. Okay, so this Well, I question. thought there was like pre like you could make agreements to sell when they were 18. You can. But like, if you if didn't that happen with didn't that happen with Eric Palmer Brown? No, cuz he was over 18. Oh. They had talked about it. And that I mean that was a potential for um uh Sergeant? No, for for EPB when he was in where was he on loan to? Oh yeah. Portugal. Yeah. Anyway, the um so it you can do that, but like say this kid never signed. What if he just never signed, which is what Sergeant did. He never signed with anybody. So he just went over, started training and then was able to sign at that point. But like this kid, if somebody came to us now, we couldn't sell him until he was 18. Um or he couldn't officially, you know, we could sell him when he was like 17 for a pre-contract or whatever. There's some rules and there's some debate about that, but I think most information out there is wrong from what I've been told. So anyway, he couldn't go till he was 18. But if he didn't sign a contract with sporting, he could stay in an academy or go to a different academy. Or, or go to like a that. different academy. Right, yeah. So I was Within ask, the yeah. United States. Right, exactly. Not in Europe. Because there's like been a couple of kids that were at Barcelona that had to leave. Um, okay, well, hold on. So what about this? That kid, the... The family that owns the restaurant right by where I live, Supini. There was like that kid that something's Alex Supini or something. They got signed by Juventus. They the his whole the whole family was from Kansas City and they moved to Juventus. Yeah, not exactly. Okay, and he was like eleven. First of all, his grandfather is from Italy. Oh, okay, there it is. So. And his dad, I think, has an Italian passport. So I think that made it, like, would have been made it fine there, okay? My understanding is he didn't actually sign with the Juventus Academy, but he went there to train, which is a little bit different. So he wasn't there playing. Now, I could be wrong, so please, if somebody knows that, correct me. But I was asking about that one day to somebody, and I was told that he, he wasn't actually in their academy. He was, like, there training. So there's... There's like been kids that come here to train with sporting or with their academy that don't sign. So, okay, well, keeping on the subject of the youth, the MLS 22 under 22 was released yesterday. First part yesterday, second part today. Yep. Yes. And our very own homegrown, Lindsay was on it. Jalen Lindsay was on it. 
And as Mike pointed out, Busio just missed the cut. Little brother number two just missed the cut at 23. So he was the 23 of the 22? (laughs) He was number 23. Why limit it to 22 if you're going to give the rest of them? It's math and it's beautiful. 22 (laughs) under 22. Because it rhymes? Right, because it rhymes. Wait, it was the 22 under 20? And there are 11 people on a pitch at the same time, two teams, 22. I don't know why when I first read it, I read it as 22 under 20. I'm like, why on earth would they just do that? It all makes well, sense. Well, they used to do 24 under 24. And now they And in it. that case, Boosie would have made the cut. So, mm, should he have been higher? Because there'd be more people. Oh, oh yeah. Technically, yeah. he wouldn't have made the cut. Because <laughs> then you would have had 23 and 24 year olds. Right. Well, 23 year olds, because it's 24 under 24. Do we not have that much faith? <laughs> what number was Lindsay? Uh, Jalen, number 21. I think it was tw- number 20. Number 20. Dang. Not much love for our youngins. There's a lot of good young kids out there right now. When one of them is Alfonso Davies, who's already been sold. Yeah. Well, good for MLS then. Americans, so obviously. And Jalen really hasn't played as much as like it looked like he might at one point this year. So that would make sense, I guess. Put your hand up if you're disappointed about that. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Same. A lot of hands in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of four. Well, mine just didn't go up, but I was disappointed. Okay. <laughs> you too. I was adjusting audio because I have multiple roles here. <laughs> I'm stats and info. I'm social, producer, and host. Yeah, the guy who got the uh, assist on the RSL goal, number five. What What about this person? Saverino, Jefferson Saverino. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of good players on that list. So, I mean, I'm not disappointed with Lindsay being at 20, quite honestly. Yeah, I'm not disappointed with Busio being a 23 out of 22 either because he's only played a little bit. But did you think what I think? 11 for Latif Blessing is a little high. I like Latif. I like Latif too, but 11? I think 11. He's had a great year so far with LAFC, and he's very loved over there. It appears he and is, but that he's had a good season. He's going to be very loved wherever he's at. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> exactly. But I do think he's he's seen some success, and I think he's brought a very uh, very strong element to that offense, so I'm not surprised by that. Which again is a reason not to have expansion drafts MLS. Oh yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I also think I also think with him too, you know, there's a little bit more that that you know they were kind of they could go off of. He had his time in Sporting now with yeah. LAFC. Jalen Lindsay, you know, it's really only he actually has a handful been of games getting that much playing time lately with LAFC. But yeah, he's had some up and downs. Yeah, too. I mean, but. Again, he's young and second year in a strange league, so. Yeah. Right. Moving on. Looking ahead to the task at hand. This weekend, win and they're in versus the Galaxy, who have had back-to-back three-to-nothing wins. Wow. But yes, we we go from the youth conversation to the old man conversation <laughs> of of Bob, what's their what's their star player's name? I forget. Zlatan, his name. shut up, Cody. <laughs> sure, there's not an O in there somewhere. <laughs> right. And what and what's his last name, Bob? Ibrahimovic. Thank you very much. Nailed it. <laughs> He's been practicing in case you can't tell. Yeah, winning their in. Will they do that this weekend? Uh-oh. Uh okay. I've been asking this question to friends. 
is it wrong of me to want Zlatan to score this weekend, but Sporting to win? Is that wrong? No. No. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you. Yes, you're an evil person. <laughs> Why? Just like you want him to score this weekend so you can so witness I can say him. That I, I witness him score. Yes, exactly. That, that's fair game. I'll I allow hope it's that. It's a fabulous, amazing goal. But you know, it seems like they all are when he scores. <laughs> yeah. Does he score boring goals? Uh, one or two. Yeah. I mean, even if they were like a simple tap in it's like he would have done a triple spinning diving header <laughs> yeah like his play to get ground. up to that moment no matter how mediocre the finish was would probably be amazing and we do have the potential to see Zlatan's 501st goal right 501st he's coming off of his 500th yeah we missed we missed the milestone one and you can't top that one he scored it in such a great fashion will there be and a one? point where he actually has scored more goals than Michael Bradley's played games Hmm. <laughs> After he claimed wow. that last couple weeks ago. I'm excited to see what <laughs> stat Mike comes out with. He Just, scored more I'm goals sure than Bradley's shy. had smiles. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Well, it's all about stopping the service to Mr. Ibrahimovic, as far as I'm concerned. I would agree with you on that, because teams that have really taken it to L.A. since he's been there have prevented him from getting many opportunities. Yeah, and it's Alessandrini who you really need to stop when it comes down to that. Uh, Roman on the left-hand side. So they like to attack at the right, which would be Zuzi's side. Mm -hmm. So once again, it's important for Zuzi to keep them occupied defensively so he's not allowed. Or for our midfield to overrun theirs with their 4-4-2 because they play traditional 4-4-2, meaning two wide, two in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then we have three V2 in there. Right. So if we can overrun that midfield, forcing Alessandrini to come in and have to help in there, mm -hmm. then that might eliminate a little bit of that service and take him out of the game, which would be a good thing to do. Who is Sporting going to put up against Lawton when he's on the field? Everybody. Well, uh, that's one but question. If, if Opara was a last-minute call, I mean, hopefully his health is fine and he's yeah. there because physically he's the one who needs to be yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I was talking to Shallowy at training this week and, you know, Talking a lot about Zlatan. Shallowy's seen a lot of success against LA Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Last two appearances has scored a goal. Once when Zlatan was on the field, the other obviously was not. But maybe this will be a good time for Shallowy to come out. Apparently he has a lot of luck against the LA Galaxy. But he was telling me that, um, kind of sharing a similar sentiment that Peter had also at training this week, just that can't focus just on Zlatan, obviously. That's, right. They have too many, too many weapons, and I think – if his presence becomes too much, they're going to find a lot of holes in the defense. If they can right. – sporting defense right. is solid. We know that. But we've also seen them be not solid, a little bit more porous than uh, than they should be. So I think you know if there's one team at this point who has the potential to expose those holes, it's going to be the Galaxy with just the attacking pieces that they have. Yeah. Um, you know, Like I said, Alessandrini – I'm not a big fan of the DeSantos brothers. They're so up and down, so inconsistent. Um, but I think Alessandrini, if you can get him to come inside, instead of us having to go out to him, which then leaves more space for Kamara and Ibrahimovic, mm. that, I think that would be a key. But, that is true, but DeSantos can whip out a, a crazy goal at any can. moment. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about L.A., and that's been curious of why they've been so bad. I mean, yeah, Dos, you may be not fans of the Dos Santos brothers, but they still have a lot of talent on that team. So it's even with bad coaching and everything else, they could have been way better than they are. 
I know that's probably not really prophetic. But. That seems like no, that seems like the galaxy every single year. They've got those guys on the roster. They've spent the money, but they're why do they never seem to like dominate the league anymore? Well, because those until, guys aren't Robbie Keane, Landon Donovan, and David Beckham. <laughs> up until a couple of years ago, they kind of still were, but even then, they would almost every year it seemed like they would start poorly. Start poorly, yeah. Exactly. And then somewhere around the summer transfer window, they would add one piece, and you know, because MLS would have provided a new rule or a new TAM money or something else to allow them to sign that player, and then boom, all of a sudden they would be good and they would run the table. The, the second half of the year and then do damage in the playoffs. Maybe not make it all the way, obviously, but they would be good at that point. So I, it's just weird how they've been like that. But that was also all under arena who right. can sometimes coach. Sometimes. You know, just, one guy that does worry me is legit though. He seems to be that kind of wild card. He can come in and, and pull definitely. something out. And yeah, so that's kind of something, but I don't know. I'm a little worried about Roger with his back spasms. I mean, he gutted it out on Sunday. Is he going to be able to do that again? Is it still going to be an issue? Because, you know, if we have our three in the midfield, we're going to outwork the Santos brothers by far. Yeah. But if we don't have Roger, you know, who plugs in if he can't make it? And Johan. they haven't had him listed on the injury report. So. Yeah. Yeah. Johan played well when he came in, I thought. Johan's played well pretty much every yeah. appearance he's made for the last month or so. Yeah. I agree. He brought and, a good energy. And, again, he's he's continued to build up, and I'm going to say this every week, Johan, the best player in MLS, <laughs> Krause. Yikes. I'm going to clip that sound bite out and ruin mm. your career with it. <laughs> but, see, I agree. I mean, I know you're being somewhat sarcastic in saying that, but I do think that he is trending up a lot more than a lot of other players, I mean, had Felipe and Johnny not had as much early success with the team, would you still be singing their praises as highly now? Maybe Johnny a little bit more so than Felipe, granted the injury. However, I think if Johan, the way he's playing right now, had he come in right away and played that way, he would have been right up there oh, with yeah. just as much love oh, from yeah. fans. So oh, yeah. it was just, I think, his unfortunate start kind of um, tainted the rest of his perception amongst fans. Yeah, and he, and which is unfair. As good as Johan is and can be, and, and yes, I'm being a little bit facetious when I'm saying the best player in MLS, obviously, but uh, I am say, I, I'm saying that just to keep hammering home the fact that I think he's actually way better than people have given him credit for, um, but I think he's a little guy who's just so much on confidence, too. Mm-hmm. He, got, he had some bad games early because he wasn't adjusted to the league and his confidence was low, and then you know that one crazy goal and yeah. a few other things here and there and mm-hmm. a little bit more time and you know some positive results from him that he helped generate and right now I would, wouldn't be afraid to put him out there starting at any of the spots that he could yeah, play quite I honestly agree. and again and it wasn't even just confidence on the field which is crazy to me I mean he's made comments to you and I know he's made comments to me about his accent and doing interviews and you know kind of the entire the entire world of MLS. It wasn't even just you know on the field, com- you know, getting comfortable. It was off the field, talking to media, dealing with fans, and that whole thing as well. So it is interesting if you look at it from all those different parts. How what makes a player kind of grow into their own and as a this time next year. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Couple yeah. couple he, games ago, he uh, after the he did something good, and there mm-hmm. a lot of people were talking to him, and they got done interviewing him and stuff. He goes looks at me and goes, 
My English is a lot better now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he was responding to haters on Twitter, like at halftime, <laughs> like yeah. at preseason? Yeah. Preseason, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's come a long ways, I think. And I'm enjoying it. But so looking at the lineup, we think Roger should be good, correct? We've not heard anything to the contrary, but that we probably wouldn't until close to closer to game time. And then beyond our two out for the season guys, we should have Kyrie should be at least available. But does Kyrie make the bench on this team right now? Yeah. That's really, really questionable. I mean, I would. Wow, man. Sporting has a lot of attacking weapons, huh? Yeah. Well, that kind of lends a discussion of Rubio. <laughs> Rubio came in and, and provided a spark and played well, too. I thought. Yeah, he yeah, immediately looked like like yeah, a uh, a new burst of life like for the team. Definitely. Like you could see it right away he was. Yeah, he was in the we've talked about this and we we've talked about it several times, but I was not necess- I wasn't as happy about bringing Namath back as a lot of other people were. Oh, you know, he was like the savior. He's going to come back Agreed. and score a thousand goals and stuff. <laughs> and I kept saying he hasn't been able to do it lately for New England or for he wasn't even he wasn't that good in guitar cutter, um, <laughs> so he hasn't impressed me since he's been back. There's like moments where he goes he shows up, a good run or two or three, but they're not strong. They're not he's not accurate like he was before, mm-hmm. and even then he scored ten goals that that season right in league play. That wasn't as amazing as what it could have been. Perhaps you know I think we just remember some really fantastic shooting. And a, one really spectacular run. Right now, I'd rather have Rubio out there. Rubio has figured out how to play oh, for Ramiz. He's played. He's combining the some of what the Shelton could do earlier in the year and a finishing touch and a combining touch with other players. Right, but so you were absent for the last podcast. But the question, I think, I think the consensus is that Rubio should be the striker. But I think the question is, do you still start Namath on the wing over someone else? Yeah, no. the is or isn't was, is, is Namath a center forward or not? Yeah. So who's your – you didn't get to play this game last week. We played the game. Without any injuries or anything, forgetting who's hurt or anything like that, who is your preferred front line? If everybody's in form and everybody's healthy, Russell – Rubio, shallowy. Yeah. Easy. Croze is in that that competition for starting if one of those guys is hurt. So uh as a winger. So he's the next one to take over for a winger and not Nemo over Shallowy? Right now? I would put my my depth chart, personally, my depth chart right now would be Shallowy slash Gerso on the left, Russell slash Crase on the right, Rubio slash <laughs> Shallowy slash Crase slash uh, Shelton slash wow. Nemo. That is doing everything he can to not right. put Nemo yeah. on this list. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, oh, let, should I throw Belmar in over there top of me? <laughs> he forgot Belmar. Yeah. Belmar runs. How about Tyler Freeman also? You just forget about him. Uh, he's not available until next year. <laughs> yeah, I think Namath just – you're not going to get the work rate out of him. And he's so north-south of a player. He doesn't pop up in different places like Rubio did when he came on the field. Rubio was over here. Rubio was here. Rubio was there. You know, so now, I now, like that variety. In the right situation, there's actually some benefit to that. You know, oh, where yeah. he's going there to is. be. There is, but but he still hasn't been. <laughs> he still is not in sync with everybody. Right, right. And again, I need we need to see what they'll do later on in the year and maybe for next year. Quite honestly, he may be the guy that comes in and scores 15 goals next year. But right now, he's just. He's an extra body to have for me. Yeah, that's kind of one thing that I'm thinking in the back of my mind. Is this team set up for better success next year? But I don't know. Anyway. I mean, yeah, youth, a youthful squad. I think so. A lot of new pieces this year. Takes a year to acclimate. Not that they haven't been good this year, and there's not potential. There certainly is, but next year could be well, and, even better. Because one of the things that's worried me all year was Russell because he was already played right. for half a year before coming here, which is the problem, I think, with Gerso last year, was he was good, and then he wore out, he got hurt, he was... Yeah. And then confidence and all this other stuff, right? Gerso, it took a while this year for him to get going, but now, again, you can you can argue what get going <laughs> means for Gerso. We could talk about that for sure. Okay, but the good parts of Gerso are really good. Okay, and that sometimes outweighs the not so good parts of Gerso. Right. Sometimes the first touch, sometimes the finishing, sometimes the final pass. But God, when he just blows by people, is so much fun. Okay. <laughs> There's nobody else that does that. There's nobody else on the team that can do what he can do in that regard to stretch a defense. Okay. So like consistently, yeah. Crosse uh, can occasionally. But. He doesn't have that speed. Right, okay? right, right. I know what you're saying. Russell and Crosse and Shallowy can all do it by a, a nice touch of a dribble kind mm-hmm. of move. Russell, and like a spurt. But yeah. like Gerso's run it from almost like defense from, to yeah, from his 18 take to the off. other 18. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. From 118 to the other 18 until he loses the ball. <laughs> I, like, I understand everything you're saying. But you just need to add on until he loses the ball at the end of all these. But when he's on, he gets a shot off or he gets a pass off. I mean, he's done better at that lately. Not his strongest suit. Which, again, was why he wasn't in my first three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if he was on the bench, I would love to bring him in in the 60th minute to attack tired or defenses. Okay. Predictions for... Saturday. I'm going to predict a loss. Predicting sporting. I thought loses. you weren't worried. I'm not, but I, I do think they're going to lose. <laughs> Good point, Cody. <laughs> there's still, but there's still games left. I do think that they're going to lose. I don't know why. I why do you okay, think? Okay, let's back that up. Why? Back it up. I just think there's a lot of... Um, as much consistency as they saw after that kind of injured stretch, they had an unbeaten August. It was great. Then like more things kind of started happening. Rubio got that knock. Espinosa's got his back spasms. We haven't seen shallowy. Gerso can't hit it with his left foot. I just think there have been like a couple of things that are just making me uneasy going into this game. And then I think coming off those two back-to-back uh, Philadelphia and then RSL, I just don't think, uh, I think they need to, I think they need one more loss 
to reunite them <laughs> before Man, their last few games. I am I am staying off of the internet if they lose this game. I'm staying off of our <laughs> backslash Sporting KC. I'm staying off the Calder and Facebook page. And I'm staying off of Twitter because I do not want to see what happens if they lose this game also. Oh, it's back. Or a draw. The slide has happened again. Oh, I think I could handle a draw. The yeah, actually, Depending that, on would, results in other that games. would worry me in itself just because last year, the last five games, two draws, three losses, only three goals scored in that five games. Um, and this last game with only one goal scored with uh, 76,000 opportunities <laughs> kind of feels like last year. Okay, there might have been a slight exaggeration there. Um, yeah, but that was definitely – it just felt like a game against RSL, though, honestly. Nick Romando just, like, doing his – thing the whole time somehow pulling it out beckerman winding people up and yes. somehow not getting carded for cleaning people grabbing on to felipe's leg holding on to it when he's trying to get away from him and then felipe getting the card yeah asshole um so prediction bob y- you're talking man go i just asked you oh okay <laughs> hey that's my job you um, were not doing it <laughs> going to be a high-scoring game unless the conditions go against that. It's supposed to be rainy this weekend. We'll see. But, you know, L.A. is allowed 59 goals, which is tied with Colorado, tied with Vancouver, still below San Jose. Um, so they're leaky defensively. Um, I'm going to call a 3-2 sporting win. All right. Bad Bell? 7-5. <laughs> I think it's going to be kind of a boring one. I think it'll be Sporting loses 1 0. And the goal will be scored by not Zlatan. The goal will be scored by Sporting. <laughs> you sound like my I, I know, one. I sound like you this bad. week, Dad. But the goal will be forced by Zlatan. Zlatan will be involved. His, his presence, his aura. His, presence, his aura will be <laughs> in the box. He'll cross the ball in and like Eichel headed in. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. No, I don't know who. Beasler. No, I don't know. I don't know yet. He's the owner of our last own goal. That's why I said it. I like the trend of Sporting Kansas City versus Californian teams this year. Mm, which is a good trend. Which is 4-0, and right? 4-0? Yes. Yeah, and we're going. they're going to do that again. I say 3-1. Okay. Why does it matter that they're California teams? That's the trend. Does, that's, what, that's, what stats, that's what stats is, Thad. You cherry pick random things like that that are probably useless. It is a meaningless stat. <laughs> well, be that as it may. <laughs> I like it. Three to one. The only reason they're four and zero so far against California teams is San Jose sucks. LA sucked earlier in the year, and we surprised LAFC. Lafsy. So three to one. Rubio, Rubio, Felipe. Zlatan. So, are you saying Rubio's starting? Yeah. Okay. I right? think he should. Gerso to the bench. He's fit, right? I think it's time for Gerso to the bench. Yeah, I would I would expect Rubio to start. I'm yeah, hoping me too. he would start. I could see Gerso or Shallowy starting, quite yeah. honestly, either way. I just think Shallowy needs a start, first of all, to get his confidence back, and I think Gerso has expended his Boiling chances. <laughs> He's to his limit. 
You know, I I mean, we could argue about this for probably 45 minutes, which would not necessarily make great podcasting at this point. But I think that Peter may not see Gerso in the same light as you see him at this point. That he's doing so many good things that the bad things are out, you know, are outweighed by that good. So uh, I still wouldn't be surprised to see Shallowy out there, though, because the whole Zlatan connection and, you know, I think Shallowy will be inspired to be out there with... (laughs) With I am something to kick and him I, in the butt. Well, I agree, though. I think it's a kind of a confidence thing. I mean, he goes home on international duty, doesn't see a minute with the Hungarian national team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's his dream to you know get called up and play with them. Then comes back, Gerso's playing amazing. So then he loses his spot there kind of after, yeah. you know, I guess he didn't leave as much of an impression on his way out as, you know, coming back into the situation. So, I don't know. It could be a big game for Shallowy. So maybe I'll have to change my prediction. We'll see. Prove me wrong. <laughs> If if Shallowy was uh, lack of confidence because he didn't get a minute of time with the Hungarian national team, then he's probably needs to get his butt kicked because he's the youngest one going into that camp. I'm not saying I'm so. not saying that is fact, but I'm saying that is you know you not that I don't know if he expected to see any minutes or not, but goes there, doesn't, and then comes back. That's all I'm saying. Uh, um, I talked to him this week at training. He did not say that to me. Okay. Well, I'm not saying you said it or he said it. I'm just saying I know. that. But I mentioned earlier in the pod that I talked with him in practice this week, so I didn't want it to be misconstrued that he said that. <laughs> yeah. okay. He did not. No, that's <laughs> that's very good clarification. That's good, responsible journalism there, Allie. Thank you, Thad. <laughs> Thank you, Thad. Okay. Extra time. Let's talk about the Cauldron Foot Golf Tournament. Let's. That was a good time. It was very good. That the first Irish car bomb. <laughs> the Blue Testament crew was supposed to be your favorite foursome, but somebody had to back out on us. And so we had um, Mike. Mike joined Bob, Thad, and myself. And we did we did okay. <laughs> we actually had a very like well-rounded team. Everyone's shots were used, and it worked out nicely. I, I let them know going in that I was not going to be very good with long kicks because I got some bad knees, so I didn't want to kill them. Not very good, as in literally opted to not take a few. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he did. He did, yeah. he did save the day with like a couple miraculous uh, long putts. And my drives did get used a couple times. One Le- of them... <laughs> legitimate by under the rules... Yeah, yeah. We did follow the rules. Yes. Unlike I we think just some bent things. them. We definitely followed them, but we bent them. Yeah, I don't think we even bent them really. If you yeah, haven't gone to the foot golf the have, off the foot golf course, uh um hole fifteen is rather famous. It's off a cliff and sporting legend Jimmy Conrad was there hanging out and he was take some drives for you. If you paid. If you paid. <laughs> Which we did. Which we did. And you also got to do some car bombs as well. I thought he was going to do the car bomb with <laughs> us. You would have been dead by he the end of the been, day. He would have been, yeah, not standing by the end of the day. Uh, and yeah, he, It was a very good day. They raised a couple thousand for a very good cause. Yeah. And everyone got drunk and had fun. <laughs> there were coolers like at every two or three holes. Uh, yeah, they did it right. Strange Days Brewery was out there. Um, lots of lots of prizes in the raffle. And Ilié was there, lingering amongst us all, 
after it was over. Hey, and we got to introduce Ilya and Jimmy. That was cool. Yeah. Indeed. If you are following the Blue Testament on Instagram, you would have seen the meeting of the legend with the future legend. (laughs) That was actually like a kind of like a little proud moment there when we were, Ilya kind of saw us and came over and started talking to us and then so, you know, Jimmy Conrad, he goes, no, would you please introduce me? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we cool. went over and introduced him. So Ilya and Jimmy, and then it was like, okay, now they're like, you know, pro players talking. So, okay, <laughs> yeah. backed off and let them talk. <laughs> and yes, Ilya ran the raffle. They were giving away a whole bunch of free stuff afterwards. And we had some winners, right? Man. That had one of the, like the coolest things, I thought. Yeah, I did. Or Thad's daughter. What was all in that bag anyway? A couple of bobbleheads. What else? Well, well. First of all, I don't typically win at those kind of raffle things, <laughs> but when I do, it's usually good. Okay. Um, so anyway, raffle, charity, Bob won a bunch of uh, gift cards, I believe. And some Starbucks coffee, which I gave away. But And then I got a gift bag, which had all three bobblehead giveaways this year. Okay, And cool. a scarf. Mm-hmm. And? And then it got down to the last... Last, last, last prize, and it was kind of funny because some people were yelling that they were Ilya kept pulling out the wrong color tickets or something. So he'd had a ticket in his hand. He said, "Okay, I'll throw this one away and pull another one." That ticket was mine, <laughs> <laughs> and I got a autographed jersey. Well, for those who don't know, I was the biggest winner on the weekend because <laughs> all three of these guys in the studio came to help me move from my apartment to my new apartment. So and that place is so wheat. Yeah, yeah, Got some it is sweet digs. So I'll have to yeah. have a. All loyal listeners are invited to a. <laughs> oh God! Uh, welcoming house party at my, and it's funny because I've mentioned having a, a housewarming party to like a ton of people now because I just like get excited about it and then I'm like, wait a minute, When's I've this told a happen? lot of people about this, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. Wait. I'm going to I'm going to do it. You literally just broadcasted it, too. I did, and that's fine. I'm not going to give them my address, but... <laughs> yeah, she lives in North idea. Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah, super far yeah. away, uh-huh. uh, nowhere close. North Kansas City, just outside of Belton. Yes, that's exactly... <laughs> yeah, right. um, yeah, if you just drive out there, you'll see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, can't miss it. Uh, no, but... There's a big sign but, saying Allie's here. Yeah, I, we bought it. That was a, the number one thing that we got. We don't have any furniture yet, but we do have a big neon arrow pointing to our... Yeah, we didn't really have a truck, so we had some SUVs. We crammed our couch in and stuff, and it was actually may have broken shocking. one thing, but eh. you know, yeah, so we, we threw it out. We moved it. <laughs> we, we moved it. We broke it. We threw it away. <laughs> it was time. But it we was didn't time. Break I was ready a to part. Mirror, like some other people. Oh did. yeah, that, a moving truck broke a, a roommate's mirror. So I had much more reliable movers. If anyone <laughs> is looking for, so it was. Then don't call us. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty seamless, though. I mean. It was a good weekend for the Blue Testament crew because we had fun at the foot golf tournament. We helped Allie. Cody and I got drunk on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) On Friday, I played with Jimmy Conrad at the kick around, which was a lot of fun. So, yeah. yeah. So, it was a good good weekend. Yeah. And you played soccer with him, too. Yeah, he picked me for his team, too. We coordinated the defense. He knows my name. (laughs) (laughs) He screamed it across the foot golf course. It was as a result of me missing a shot. Uh But Jimmy knows my name. (laughs) And, and Cody was just saying that, you know, Jimmy Conrad is just one of those guys who's just, he's just so cool. Everybody he's so thinks cool. He's so cool. Yeah. God, he is, man. There's no getting around that. He's just like one of those guys. 
And now he's the technical director and assistant coach for a fourth division team or something. PDL team, yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah. Um, that's it. Let's get out of here. We got things to do. Allie, did you finish your arrow headlines? I did. <laughs> I was multitasking. Still okay, well. probably uh I don't have Wi Fi yet in your place. That's another oh, kicker, yeah. so I'm probably off to Starbucks. <laughs> Can okay, so here's a question. Let's just go off of that. What if Mahomes shows up at another sporting game? Is there going to be a mob? Absolutely. Because <laughs> he's he's shown up the cauldron a couple of times, yeah. right? Yeah. We'll have to go on the rich side of the stadium if he wants to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can I add one little more story about Tyler Freeman? Mm-hmm. When he was asked what he loved about soccer, the answer was the first five seconds after you score. Mm-hmm. It's actually answer. a really badass answer. Like, that's such a... I haven't heard that from anyone ever. A true, a true goal scorer. A true that. goal scorer. Yes. Nice. Until next week. Go sporting. Anything to shake this, but I'm